Welcome to the Lifting Lindsay podcast. Today we are going to be talking about how you need to face your heart. So I'm going to illustrate this with a story of the buffalo. Now this is something that a lot of people don't understand. When a storm comes down and hits the plains, most animals actually see it coming and they do I think what most of us just kind of have this natural instinct to do, they turn away from the storm and they run away from the storm. But the problem with running away from the storm is the storm's coming down and they're running away from it, but the storm catches up to them and they end up running with the storm and they end up spending far too long in the storm. Now, the buffalo is interesting because the buffalo doesn't have that same natural reaction. The buffalo doesn't run away and get caught up in the storm and then end up spending hours in the storm. When the buffalo sees the storm coming towards them, they instead turn and they run towards the storm. And what's awesome about that is if you're running towards the storm, then they hit the storm sooner, but they also do what? They pass through it quickly. They get right in and out. Okay, so my message to you today is to be the buffalo. Now, when it comes to health and fitness, The storm can mean many things. A lot of times people who their goal is fat loss, they'll run away from the hard of a fat loss phase. So, well, what's the hard of it? Well, uh, monitoring your energy in and making sure that's you're limiting that to a healthy degree, aka getting in a calorie deficit. Um, also, this is an unpopular thing to talk about, and I understand why, because some people can be very unhealthy in their approaches to fat loss, but accepting that there is going to be some element of hunger in fat loss. But oftentimes when people feel any tiny, tiny degree of it, they instantly pull back and are like, oh, no, I need to eat, and they, they quickly eat. And so what happens is they continue to uh, be matching the energy out with the energy in, and they end up staying at maintenance. They never lose weight. But they fixate on the fact that they felt hungry. So oftentimes people will say to me, well, yeah, I feel hungry, so I should be losing weight. But they don't realize that at maintenance, your body has natural hunger cues as well, right? They may just elevate uh, in a fat loss phase. And so there will be an elevation of it. And there are a few things we can do as far as we'll choose more voluminous foods, low calorie, but voluminous. You can do that by choosing more whole foods, by incorporating more uh, vegetables and fruits and uh, whole grains into your meals making sure that you're eating your protein and not just drinking it, right? These are going to help you 
feel fuller, more satisfied throughout the day, but you still can't escape the fact that there is going to be some element of hunger. And going back to the buffalo, are you turning away and running away from the storm? But the problem is you're just getting caught up in the storm. So you're constantly in a state of diet mindset without actually being in a diet and you're not even hitting your goals, but you're just constantly in the storm of want, but you're not facing it. You need to turn and face the storm, run into it, push into the uncomfortableness of, yes, there will be some healthy amounts of hunger. Yes, you will need to pre-plan your foods more. People are like, I don't get it. I'm tracking. But really what they're doing is they're winging it every day. So they go into the day not having a plan, not having a clue as to what they're going to eat. They're just going to wing it. And then they're just drinking protein shakes all day long, nibbling on broccoli. And and then they wonder why they're binging at night. You need to pre-plan your day. The night before you sit down, you make sacrifices. Part of being the buffalo and turning into facing the storm and running straight into it is accepting the fact that there are going to be many elements of being uncomfortable. That's just what happens when you want to change your lifestyle, when you want a different end result you are going to be uncomfortable to some degree, and that's perfectly okay. You need to accept it, embrace it, and that is part of you facing the storm and running right into it. Thinking that you can just wing it when you have no history of a healthy lifestyle is kind of absurd to think that you're going to have a ton of success. So, Taking time, making sacrifices to establish new habits is really important. And taking time to sacrifice the night before and pre-plan your day, putting your foods into uh, your tracker, if that's how you're going about this, um, then that's what you need to do. You need to make sacrifices. So I shared this message of being the buffalo on my VIP Facebook group. I also did a post about it. And I'm absolutely loving the responses that I'm getting. People are messaging in saying, "I every time now I face the hard of choosing my wants in the moments versus what I really want for me tomorrow and the next day and the next day is now I'm telling myself, be the buffalo. Be the buffalo. Face the hard. You are stronger than you think. You can do this. You can learn to say no to the wants of you today so that you can say yes to the person you want to be tomorrow or the next day or or three months from now, six months from now, 12 months from now, okay? Learn to say yes to that person more than likely you are really good at saying yes to your wants in the moment. I think we all are. It's pretty easy to do, right? That's not challenging. That's not hard. Saying yes to the, to the 
version of you in the future is hard though. And being the buffalo facing the hard is your way of saying, yes, I love you to the person of tomorrow and the next day and the next. It's setting them up for success. So I remember when I was in college and I had this big aha moment. And I know I've shared a little bit about this before, but I had this big aha moment where I remember just sitting down and being like, what am I doing with my life? I remember the Lindsay of yesterday, so to say, my young Lindsay. And I had big dreams. I had big wants. I was so excited to accomplish these things. And somehow along the way, I forgot about that Lindsay. And I thought to myself, if the Lindsay of yesterday could meet the Lindsay of today, would I make her proud? Or would she be like, what are you doing? And in for me, in that moment, that Lindsay would have been like, what are you doing? You are, it's that Lion King moment. You are more than what you have become. And it was this real eye-opener for me that I have a Lindsay of yesterday, a Lindsay of today, and a Lindsay of tomorrow. And what am I doing with those Lindsays? Now, I can't do much with the Lindsay of yesterday. It's already happened, except learn from her. And so she is a blessing to me because I can learn from her. Now, the Lindsay of today, what can I do with her? Now, that's something I can choose. And am I going to love the Lindsay of tomorrow enough to make the hard choices today? Right? So I know I've talked about that before, but I do think that that's a really important conversation to have with yourself. And there's no shame in this conversation. Okay? There's no shaming. There's just, I'm, I'm going to learn from the Lindsay of yesterday. I'm going to today make the hard choices. I'm going to be the buffalo. And then I will be able to set the Lindsay up of tomorrow up for the success that I want for her because I love her. Not out of disgust or shame, but no, because I love her and I want her to have the success. Now, I don't want to just talk about being the buffalo as far as fat loss goes, because the truth is there's other ways we need to be the buffalo. Um, so I've been doing a lot of one-on-one consultation calls over the past few weeks. I've opened that up for app users. They can sign up to talk to me for an hour and really nail down their goals and what they need and what their body needs and what their mind needs. And then we build this plan for them and hopefully really set them up for success. A lot of times I feel like people just need somebody to throw ideas off of, to get a plan going, who's been there, who knows the route so that they can have a little confidence, right? As they plant their feet on this new trail that they're trying to navigate. Because maybe the navigation in the past hasn't gotten them. They got on the wrong trail. They, you know, they need help finding the right trail so they can get to the top of the mountain. They're just going around in circles. So 
Anyways, I've been doing a ton of these calls. And I tell you, one of the hardest parts about doing these calls is when women tell me, I want fat loss. I want to be aggressive. I want it in six, uh, six weeks. I wanted it yesterday. I want it in six months, whatever. And I have to tell them from everything you've just told me, we are not going to put you in a calorie deficit. We're going to put you at maintenance for whatever reason, whether it's mental. Today, I just barely got off a call with a woman who, no, literally, literally hormonally, your body's not going to thrive. You have these hormone issues that you're working through right now with a specialist, but yet you want to fight against everything they're doing for you by getting into an aggressive calorie deficit. And you're just going to fight against your body. You're going to slow down the process of healing, if not stop it altogether. We can't put you in a calorie deficit. We've got to get you at maintenance, thriving there. And that's the worst. Like I know it's hard to hear that. That's hard to hear. Those goals, what you want right now, we're going to have to put it up on a shelf for a minute. Do you know what? No, not even put it up on a shelf. Although that's what it feels like, doesn't it? That, oh, I have to turn away from that goal. You're not turning away from the goal. You're being the buffalo. You're turning into the heart of the goal. See, that's the problem. That's the problem. That's why most people don't hit their goals is because they don't know how to push in the hard into the hard that their goal requires of them. So for one person, it's facing the hard. It's facing the storm of putting your wants of today on hold or sitting in a little bit more hunger than you're used to, of sitting in more of self-restraint than you're used to, of sitting in a little bit more of cognitive oversight about what's going into your body than you're used to. Okay, that's, that's one person's hard. Another person's hard is I've been living in a calorie deficit for too long or I've been striving to get fat loss for so long and my hormones are all messed up. Or maybe it's not just hormones because not everybody's hormones are messed up. It, a lot of it, a majority of the time, it's more their mindset now is so messed up. And we have to cure all of that. We have to heal all of that. And we do that in maintenance. So now this person's hard is that they have to turn away from the fat loss. They have to instead face the heart of now I'm eating to fuel my body, my lifts. And for some people, that's really hard. When I tell them, hey, look, your mental, emotional, or your actual physical state is you need to sit at maintenance. You need to try for the next four months not to see the scale move down at all, but instead just focus on healing the body or healing the mind and the relationship with food. So for one person, that's going to be them being the buffalo. And do you know what's hard about that? Is because on Instagram or whatever social media platform you're on, you're inundated with all these before and after pictures. Look at what I did in three months. I dropped 20 pounds and now I look amazing. Look at me, celebrate what I did, celebrate through what now my body looks like. How cool is this? And then somebody else is like, well, my battle has no before and after picture. 
There's no before and after picture that I can throw on Instagram saying, look at me. My mind, my body is healed, right? Because their healing or their after picture isn't going to be in three, six months. It's going to be in years. And it starts with being the buffalo and eating at maintenance. And for the first time in their lives, probably, turning that switch off of wanting to see the scale move down all the time, that's going to be their hard. Now let's move to the being the buffalo for muscle gains, because here's another one. Their goal isn't to necessarily see the scale move down. Their goal is, ah, the scale did move down, but I'm, I'm not as fit looking as I want to be. I need more muscle. That was actually something that happened to me when I lost 30 pounds. And I, I had been inundated with these before and after pictures of three months. And I'll tell you, I was not a three-month amazing transformation picture. I went from looking like I was skinny fat to then just looking like I was really skinny. And, and I say this with caution, but I felt like I looked unhealthy. I was so just skinny. I didn't have a lot of muscle tissue on me. Genetically, I don't. Um, everybody's body is genetically a little bit different. If I had genetically had a lot of muscle um, or even just mediocre amounts and I had went into fat loss phase for the first time and started lifting for the first time, I probably would have had more of that. Look at me after three, six months. I look so fit. But that wasn't me. That wasn't my body. That wasn't the cards that I was given. That I, I should have picked better parents, better genetic makeup because, no, my parents are amazing. But the, the genetic makeup just wasn't there for me, okay? So I lost all this weight and I just, I felt like a little 12-year-old boy. I really did. I'm like, I literally have no shape. I have no glutes. I, I just don't have any shape. So if you've ever seen on Instagram, my initial drop in weight in body fat, you notice that. I, I was like, I was just very skinny. And some people want to be skinny. There's nothing wrong with that. I didn't want that. I had started falling in love with lifting weights. I, I loved feeling strong. I wanted to look strong. So my buffalo that I tried. I was not the buffalo at first, guys. I was not. I was just like any other animal running away from the storm. The storm's coming. My wants are coming. They're like, uh, build muscle, Lindsay. And I'm like, I want to build, but I don't want to face the storm, the hard, which was now you need to be in a calorie surplus. And now you may need to see that body fat go up. And I was scared. I just worked so hard to drop body fat. I didn't want to put it back on. But in order to see my body really change in the manner that I wanted to, my heart was, you need to be in a calorie surplus. You need to be okay with seeing the scale move up. You need to start eating a lot more. 
and eating out the top range of your maintenance and and over. And I was scared and I was that the animal running away, but just kind of running in the storm. I'm obsessed with muscle. I really want muscle, but I'm not doing the one thing that's required eat for the muscle because I didn't want to lose my six pack I'd worked so hard for. And so it just dragged on my wants. So finally, finally, I faced the storm and I ran into it. And, and I'm not saying that you can't build muscle at maintenance, but there's a few things that you need to understand. One, because you can, but it takes way longer. And depending on the individual and their genetics, it could even take even longer. It's going to be harder. Some of them need to, some people need to lean a little, just a little bit more into just a slight calorie surplus. If I had just been in a very slight calorie surplus, if I could go back to that Lindsay back then, I would tell her all this. And man, I would be uh, a lot further than I am right now. But I can't do that. I can't waste my time shaming myself for what I didn't know or maybe knew, but just didn't want to accept. I can't waste my time thinking back on that. I can just use the time that I have right now wisely and not waste my mental energy just in regret, right? And shame. I'm not going to use that. I'm going to use my mental energy to give what I can right now to the process for what I want today. So um, I had to finally do it. I had to face the storm. Go into a build. Uh, gain 10 pounds. I've, I've done a few aggressive builds. I'll do another podcast episode on that. I've, I've changed my view on building muscle and aggressive builds. Um, but I'll do another podcast on that episode. But I was able to gain a lot of muscle quickly. Well, not a lot, but per my frame and my genetics, I was able to put on muscle and then I would cut down and I'd be able to see more muscle and it was it was exciting and addicting. And so I'd go into another build and then I'd cut down and be like, ah, look at that. So looking at my builds, my first year build, building muscle, um, you know, easy gains. I had some good muscle building, especially on my upper body. I couldn't really work my lower body because of my back injury. And I couldn't do that for the first while. But I would say the past two years, I've been able to really, really refine the process of building muscle. And I've seen some really good, exciting gains for me. I'm not going to compare to other people. For me, I'm seeing the gains in the direction that I'm going. So anyway, sorry, a little ramble there. But so some people, they want to build and they want to build fast and they want to do it optimally, but they're too scared to face the storm, to be the buffalo and say, I've got to see the scale move up. I've got to see my waist expand. I've got to see this so that I can optimize building muscle. Because in order to really optimize building muscle, you do need enough supplies. And that happens in a calorie surplus, really ensuring that you have the supplies. You don't need to go crazy. Some people, they're in like this calorie surplus of like six, 700 calories. And I'm like, Nah. you really don't need to do that. At that point, you're just putting on more body fat and in ratio to the muscle gains, it's it's kind of pointless. Like it's some things 
not right in your training and recovery if you feel like you need to go to such crazy degrees. And then also keep in mind that uh, going over maintenance, all of that food all the time, what that can do to the gut. And so sometimes that can, it can aggravate it. So anyways, I've, my views on really aggressive and builds in general have changed over the past two years as I've learned uh, more as more research has come out, as I've worked with more clients, different body types, mindsets, all of that. So I'll do another episode on that one. But so for some people facing the storm is I've got to just accept that my the scale is going to go up, accept that my waist is going to go up, accept that I'm going to lose my leanness. I'll tell you this much when I go into a build, I'll tell you, do you know what's really hard is that I try not to attach myself to my body because my body is not who I am. But man, when you're a coach, your body is your marketing tool. And so for me to gain weight and all of a sudden you can't see my biceps when I flex or my shoulders or or my you know waist kind of disappears my last build my waist went up 3 inches that kind of disappears it's kind of hard to record videos of yourself and feel really good like oh yeah people will want me to train them when i don't really look the part anymore i and so that is mentally for me i'm just being very honest with you that's kind of mentally what i have to face and i have to walk myself through that and say Okay, Lindsay, are you going to practice what you preach? You're going to tell all these other women that they shouldn't care. And you're going to make an exception for you? You're gonna say, Well, no, but I need to care because it's my job. No, no, because it's your job. You can show them that there is even more power in you not caring. Because my body is my marketing tool, for me to let go of that can be very empowering to myself and also to show other women you, whatever reason you're holding on to that you're attached to that you need to stay lean for, you can let go of it too. You can detach too. Man, the law of detachment is a beautiful thing to be able to detach from outcomes, detach from thinking your body is who you are when it's not. I I always tell my children, who you are is how you make other people feel. If you want to know who am I? How do you make other people feel? That, that is a huge indication of who you really are. That's something that cannot be taken from you. That's where I've got to put in a lot of my energy is who I'm becoming as an individual and what my influence in this world is. Is it for good? Am I spreading good? Am I making people feel good about themselves and want to become better? Or am I making them feel bad about themselves and shame? Like that's that's a question worth spending a lot of mental energy on. In conclusion, I just want to rehash a few things. I, I made this post the other day and I'm just going to read through it. The truth about fat loss or anything in fitness, anything in fitness, or just anything in life in general that's worth fighting for. It always takes longer than you want. So if that's fat loss, if that's building muscle, if that's healing your body, if that's healing your mind, 
stop putting limits on yourself by telling you yourself how long things should take. Because the reality is that they'll, they'll probably take longer. I have some forgiveness that I need to do in my life. And I was a little discouraged by myself because I'm like, I should have forgiven by now. Why? I'm on the path of forgiveness. I think that that's the most important thing is my feet are on the path. I'm taking steps forward every single day. But why did I tell myself that there was some date that if I was a really good person, I would have forgiven by then? Silliness. No, I'm on the path. And that's, that's okay. I'm not there yet. But I'm on the path. And that's all I can ask of myself today. And a lot of times with us in fitness, are you on the path making the steps in the right direction? That's the most important thing. Is just getting on the path and making sure you're a little bit better today than you were yesterday. Progressive overload of life, right? But just keep in mind, it's going to take longer than you want. It requires you to push into the uncomfortable and learn to say no to your wants in the moment. And then, of course, be the buffalo. Face the storm. Push into the storm. The longer you run away, the longer you sit in the storm, and then you'll be that person saying, I don't know why, it just doesn't work for me. It does work for you. But more than likely, you've not learned how to face the hard. Change is hard. You are going to feel discomfort. Don't get discouraged by how long processes take. Look for ways to enjoy the process. It is going to take you longer than you want to build muscle. So the best thing that you could possibly do is focus then on something within that path that gives you joy that leads towards that end result. For a lot of women, it is like feeling strong. I love feeling strong. I love being able to see, well, I, I could deadlift uh, 200 pounds last week. This week I'm at 205 or whatever it may be for you, right? That's kind of a big jump in deadlifting, but from week to week, but don't, don't expect that every single week, but find the joy. In fat loss, oh man, that's a hard one. What kind of joy can we find in fat loss? Well, in fat loss, I usually increase my cardio. So I'm going to focus on the joys of doing that cardio. I'm not a big cardio person, but so how am I going to find joy in it? That's my time to listen to my favorite podcasts or listen to my listen to books. I do that a lot. So find joys. Another thing too is what I really think is fun and I try to make fun is I'm going to find fun, yummy recipes that are really voluminous, but very low calorie. And I'm just going to, I'm going to blow Alex's mind. Alex is my husband. I'm going to blow his mind with, but you can't guess how many calories and protein are in that meal. And it is so funny because I did this with lasagna a few weeks ago and he was just like, what? That's crazy. He was so excited, literally filling his entire plate so he could get his 50 grams of protein. But at like 400 calories, he was blown away by the macros. And it's just kind of fun. So now it's like a new fun challenge for me. What recipes can I find that are super voluminous, low calorie? It's just fun. 
It's fun now. You have to find the fun. Okay. Don't give up, guys. Don't be discouraged. Love yourself enough to stay on the trail, to just keep making one step forward after another, after another. Be the buffalo. Embrace the hard. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Lifting Lindsay podcast. A few exciting things I wanted to share with you. I have a new program in muscle and strength and in the fat loss group. We started last week, but don't worry, you can jump in right now as well. We're making simple progressions that are leading towards failure, so it's a great time to start. And also, I now, under programs, have a new 12-week program that is for those of you who want to lift three times a week. This program has home alternatives, so it can be great for those of you who are lifting at the gym or who are lifting at home. This is a great program both for fat loss or if you're sitting around maintenance or in a build, you can see some great muscle growth with it as well. 